Our gospel reading comes from Luke, the second chapter. Now in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will wrap a child You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom God favors. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem, and to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. When the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. I spent a lot of time in these past couple of weeks thinking about angels, which is not something I typically think about, except that I looked back on my previous Christmas Day sermons over the last few years, and I've talked a lot about angels. So I guess my wandering around angels from my wandering preacher's mind, that didn't come out right. My wondering about angels from my wandering preacher's mind isn't so new. So I began to ponder what, why, why angels? Angels are the hope bringers, the peace bearers, the encouragers of reluctant humans. They are the storytellers. And this fall, I relearned the power of story to change a person, a community, and a world because the story, or made up of multiple stories, of the fight for civil rights, for human dignity, changed me on my sabbatical, made me want to be better. And if I've learned anything these past few months, it's that the biggest changes to our world often begin with small, seemingly insignificant moments. Nearly all the stories I've heard begin with a decision one person makes to do something different, and that one decision leads to a change in how we as a country live together. One such story is the story of Mamie Till, the mother of Emmett Till. Her son was brutally tortured and murdered in a small town in the Mississippi Delta. And when she saw her son, who was not recognizable, really, she decided that he would have an open casket funeral in Chicago, where they had lived. Emmett was just visiting family in Mississippi. And pictures of his face were published across the world. 
And this is what Rosa Parks was thinking about that day on the bus after work. She was picturing that poor boy's face. She was remembering the others before her who had refused to give up their seats. And so on that day, she decided that it was her day to do the same, which then, of course, set off the Montgomery bus boycott that gave power to the growing civil rights movements of the 1950s and 60s. The power and the courage of storytellers can change the world. And the angels, who already knew the power of God's love, decide to tell the story of that love happening in a sleeping world. And they tell it to shepherds. They could have chosen anyone to sing to, and they chose shepherds, which is exactly what we would expect from Luke. This gospel writer will constantly put the perceived outsider right in the middle. And there they are, the stinky shepherds with the stinky sheep, with the angels telling the story of a love come to earth to people who had forgotten what love among them looked like. And their world was changed forever. And they become some of the first storytellers of love coming to earth. And yet, folks wake up, woke up the next morning and nothing has changed in their world. Just like the world didn't miraculously get better after Emmett Till's murder or Rosa's refusal. People got up that next morning, got ready for work, ate, talked with neighbors, complained about the census and government bureaucracy. They just did their day. A prophecy, the long-awaited Messiah had been born in their midst, and they were trying to decide what to have for dinner. Jesus was born, and it was and still is amazing. And the new morning, the world was the same. History tells us that this moment does indeed change the world. The face of geopolitics will be radically changed as the followers of Jesus do both amazingly kind and horrifically horrible things in his name. We also know that this one born will eventually be killed for the sake of the world and will conquer death, thus freeing humanity from the, grip, the death grip of sin. It's why we gather on Christmas and sing and tell the story again. It's why we remind ourselves that life and light has come and is ours. We gather as community around this story because the world is still full of sin and hatred and anger and hopelessness. The writer of Hebrews says, Long ago God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. The son who came millennia ago taught us all we need to know, that love is in the world. And for a time, it was personified by the one named Jesus from a town called Nazareth. And now love is in the world through human beings who dare to follow his example. Humans like the apostles like the early church leaders and mystics, like Martin and Katie Luther, like Mamie and Rosa, like you and me. In Jesus, we see the living out of what Mary sung about. We see Jesus seeking the outsider, the outcast again and again, bringing them in, raising them up. We see the hungry filled, the lowly raised, 
After his death and resurrection, the world changed for those who knew him, knew his story. Those people shared his story of love, much like the angels, with a lot less fanfare. And they continued his work. And little by little, person by person, community by community, word spread. Actions of those first ones, grounded in love and mercy and grace that's shown by Jesus, had an impact. And slowly, one community at a time, the world was changed. But the miracle of Christmas isn't only that God was born, and that would be enough. But it was also that we are part of the story, that we become the storytellers, that God's love is so great that we get to be a part of the promise that was given to Abraham and Sarah, the promise heard from the prophets, the promise lived out by Jesus and proclaimed by those who followed him. We are now the angels heralding the good news of God with us, love coming to all creation. We may not see a huge result as we proclaim in word and deed what God has done, but that's why we gather in this sacred space around word and meal, font and cradle and cross. We gather so that we're reminded by the angels of the hope and the love and the truth that is ours. That love has come, that we are strengthened by it all, so that we may proclaim God's word, love to the world. Life and light has entered our dying world long before we got here, long before the Christmas story, long before the prophets. John reminds us of the eternal nature of God's love, played out in many and various ways by those who knew his stories. And then this day, when Jesus was born, happened, and the story changed, and the world slowly changed. And here we are, singing our songs of joy with hearts filled with gratitude, knowing that the life and light shines with love on us. So may we hear the angels' song with fresh ears and know God's love for us in a new way. May we trust the spirit of love to work in us as we seek to live out that love. And wherever this love takes you, may you always know the light of Christ in your life, guiding your feet and assuring you of your worth as you, like the angels, become a proclaimer that God created you to be. Amen. I invite you to stand as we sing Joy to the World.